Hello, this is uh, Chris Helton from the Dorkland blog, and I am speaking to you somewhat noisy in the background, sorry about that. I'm speaking to you uh, somewhat live from uh, Necronomicon 2012 with uh, author Kale Napier. Want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> you, can just, you can just talk normal. It'll, oh, okay, it, good. It, it picks up just fine. Um, why don't we just uh, start off with a with a simple question of, um, well, hopefully a simple question of uh, how did you get started as a writer? Uh, well, it depends on if you mean professionally or if you mean uh, period. If you mean period, uh, I probably was writing before I even wrote because <laughs> <laughs> I would draw and it turns out that I was making storyboards. Uh, but professionally speaking, I've been at it now. Uh, uh, things do you write? What, what are, you, what are the, the genres of your novels? I do a lot of cross-genre, uh, but if you need a particular category when people are looking for me, I do a lot of uh, supernatural thrillers, um, paranormal mysteries, uh, a lot of dark fiction of things, fantasy. Um, I'm getting ready to launch off into uh, some steampunk that I'm very excited about. Generally speaking, if it's, if it's dark speculative fiction, I'm all about it. <laughs> um, now, you, you're, uh, you are self-published? Or you uh, I, I began. I began published with Berkeley Publishing, uh, but yes, now I'm now I'm a self-published or independent. What um, What for you have been some of the the high and low points of, of the, you know the differences between uh, being a self-published and being with a, a, a publisher? I believe probably there. Uh, actually, frankly, uh, I think possibly because of, of the new age, the internet age, I do better now than when I was with Berkeley. Although I was with Berkeley uh, in, in the last century. I was back in the, in the 1990s, I was with Berkeley Publishing. Uh, and, and I will always be grateful for that opportunity. But you were pretty much on your own, unless you were a megastar. You were pretty much on your own for your own marketing and that sort of thing. It was much, much tougher to do back then. Nowadays, uh, once again, that hasn't changed much unless you are one of the, you know, the, the, the big stars or somebody that they uh, have decided that they're going to groom you specifically for that. Uh, once again, most writers are still on their own for their uh, promotions and that sort of thing. So well, say, one thing I think in the current market, it looks like even a lot of the, I mean, big authors mm -hmm. are doing their, are having to do a lot of their own publicity anymore. Even more so, yes. Yeah. Uh, you see a lot of that even yet today. And, and you, even, you even see authors like you know Stephen King going mm -hmm. out there and having to do you know getting, getting online or mm -hmm. you know, um, you know he he does like a column for Entertainment Weekly uh, yeah. irregularly. I mean. You, you, that's something you would probably never have seen like 20 or 30 years ago. Yep. Somebody of his level having to, you know, do that sort Get of thing. Get out there and self-promote. Yeah. yeah, precisely. Yes, uh, it, it's it's becoming more and more common. And you're seeing actually more and more uh, established authors that were with an established publisher even going independent and going into self-publishing themselves. Yeah, I, well, I, mean, I would imagine for the control it's probably probably worth the the hassle of having to, particularly if you're already doing all the work yourself, you know. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Uh, it is tough work, and you do have to spend a lot of time, you do have to spend a lot of time on self-promotion. Uh, but as you pointed out, uh, that is, 
that is the new normal, yeah. if to overuse a cliche these days, uh, for, the, uh, for the publishing uh, industry in general, whether it's uh, independent or traditional. Now, what sort of, um, if someone was getting into self-publishing novels, what sort of advice would you give them? Well, not to sound trite, but I mean, the first thing you need to do is, is you know, write a good story, of course. Um, and that goes back to making sure that it's properly edited, uh, to make sure that it is as flawless as it can possibly be. It's important to have a good support group where you're not only self-editing, you've got a good level-headed person, uh, ideally persons, that are going to give you honest and supportive um, critiques on what you're writing. Uh, so the thing needs to be absolute, whether you're self-publishing or going for a traditional publisher, you really, really need to have something as polished and professional as it possibly can be. That's, of course, number one. Right. Uh, the second is uh, get schooled. If, if you're not already somebody that uh, it, it knows what they're doing uh, with online information and, and social networking, uh, you need to get schooled on that. That is really an important part of it. So uh, you need to have, obviously today, it's almost, it seems silly to even say it, but you got to make sure that you do have a website. Uh, you want to be on Facebook and Twitter, and if anything else catches fire, you yeah. need to be there as well. That's something I, that I've I found interesting over the last few years is how many authors seem reticent to get involved in in social media, and mm -hmm. it just seems that they they're, they're I mean they're putting themselves at a disadvantage for co you know connecting to their audience because of that. I can relate. I mean, it's exhausting. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Uh, but, you know, it's part of the job now. Yeah. Uh, so you have to get over it and go ahead yeah. and, and, and give it a shot. I, I agree. Well, and, and, you know, I think for the probably the return on your investment, it's probably a lot easier than doing things like, you know, the old-fashioned going on book tours and... Which you know, you, and you would never really be sure what your return on that would be. You know, you could go on a, on uh, show up at a bookstore someplace and you know sell three books. And mm -hmm. yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, it is much better. I, it, it may be exhausting, but it's not as exhausting as if you're having to truck about individually from one store to the other. Uh, but yes, it needs to be part of uh, your daily regimen. You need to begin to to spend a little time every day, or at least every other day, uh, taking care. I call it, you know, tending my flock of sock nets is what I call it. Uh, uh, and, it and it's a central part, and it's, and it's a pleasant part. Uh, but yes, uh, for a lot of people, they find it overwhelming, and, and I can understand that. It, it does take some work, uh, but writing has always been work. There's always been that self-promoting part. Uh, regardless, even if you have a um, traditional publisher that really puts the money behind you, you still have to be out there uh, selling your wares. I, there's a lot of writers that wish that all they had to do was write and let somebody else take care of it. But frankly, that's that has never been the case with writing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always been the some element or another of mm -hmm. having to sell yourself. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, if um, if you could go back in time to when you to the when you were starting out as you know, not necessarily on you know the, the uh, 
professional writing in general, but maybe when you made the transition to self-publishing or something like that, is there anything you would go back and tell yourself to maybe do differently? Oh, I can go way back and say the first thing I would have done was stay in college. I didn't stay in college. <laughs> um, and uh, I think I would have saved myself years and years, not only of discovering myself as a writer, uh, but frankly, uh, even today, uh, a lot of colleges, particularly ones that uh, really mind and promote and celebrate their, uh, uh, you know, if they consider themselves a literary college, or at least if they feel they have a literary school within a university, uh, it's a rich source uh, for uh, publishers, mm -hmm. for agents, for editors. Uh, that can you know, trust me on this, it, it, can, it can trim years off of you trying to find uh, your pick or your, um, what's the word, match mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to publishers. Or if you're going to go indie, uh, you're going to find out much more quickly. So right off the bat, I would have gone ahead and stayed in school. Yeah, having some sort of network to plug into, mm -hmm. I think, would be uh, a lot of help with, you know, if you're going to go as an independent publisher yeah. or a writer. Well, it's the same thing, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, no matter where you go, I, you know, it, there's always going to be the, you know. the good old boy or the good old girl network. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it would be nice if you could just spontaneously find what you need, but there's no industry out there, whether we're talking literary or, or ditch digging, uh, where it doesn't help to, uh, to know people in the business. Now, um, what's what's the next thing that you've got coming? You mentioned you were working on a steampunk thing. Yes. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is finish up the Full Wolf Moon trilogy. Uh, the third and final book should be out uh, no later than uh, the first half of, of next year. Uh, and then simultaneously, I'm very excited about... Uh, I've been very, very interested in steampunk now for a few years. It just fascinates me. So I have come up with what I think is a, a great idea for a steampunk novel. Uh, and it's also going to fit very well as a young adult novel, which uh, I've become more and more interested in that. Not specifically because it's the next big thing or because that is the kind of thing that quote unquote I, I get that a lot you should do young adult because it makes you money um, it that's it's difficult for me to write that way uh, but if an idea kind of grows organically around those concepts I'm all for it and uh, an idea has grown organically that both is both simultaneously steampunk and young adult so I'm very excited now what is it about steampunk that appeals to you the elegance uh, that's primarily it uh, just the total elegance of the concept of it uh, does most of your audience would they be familiar oh, yes. with steampunk okay yes. well then there's no reason to go yeah. into exactly what it is yes uh, I guess it was um, five or six years ago I saw uh, when it was really starting to take off in the convention circuits mm -hmm. Uh, and I was at Jacksonville at the Ancient City uh, Fan Con, and uh, four guys walked through with the first outfits I had ever seen and most people there had ever seen. And it, they just floored everybody. Uh, it was wonderful. Uh, and this, of course, was even back in the day when almost everybody in steampunk was completely creating their own costuming. Right. Uh, and many, many people still do, but now yeah. there's become a, a market for, right. for that sort of thing. But these guys, it, it was all homemade, and what they did was just astounding, and uh, they just blew us all away. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the, the elegance of it, the concept of it, is just uh, rich for good writing material, I think. Well, you know, I, I think that also brings up an interesting point, because I think there, 
in the last few years there's really been a big resurgence across the board in a lot of uh, creative subcultures of uh, the whole DIY aesthetic, whether you know it's steampunk people making their their outfits, or you know it's authors that are going out there and making their own books from scratch, and you know doing it all themselves. I think there, there's been that sort of resurgence of of you know do it yourself. Yeah, well, it's a lot of fun, uh, and uh, hands-on stuff isn't something that we get a lot of anymore. So I can understand why that's become so popular again. Now, um, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you online? Best place to go for uh, the, the nucleus would be www.klnapper.com. Uh, that would be K-L, then N is in Nancy, A-double-P is in puppy, I-E.com. And from there, you can find my author page on Facebook. You can find my Twitter feed uh, uh, and um, all the rest. All right. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out uh, here at Necro to, to talk with us. Thanks, Chris.